0: Welcome to episode four of the Tune Project podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Abels. Today, I am joined by my guest, Luca DeFabio. After studying at Giuseppe Continenza School European Musicians Institute in his formative years, graduating high school and dropping out of a couple of universities, Luca moved from his hometown in Italy to London to study songwriting at the Institute of Contemporary Music Performance. It was there he studied with Roger Waters guitarist Jay Stapley and Snarky Puppies keyboardist Bill Lawrence. In 2014, Luca decided to cross the pond and move to New York City, where he studied music performance and liberal arts at the New School. In early 2018, Luca decided to call Nashville home and start a career as a freelance writer. He became curator of online magazine Man of the Hour, lifestyle section at the Borgen Project, where he wrote on national and global poverty, politics and economy, and music news reported for mxdw.com. After tiring of working from home, Luca decided to start his own company, a lifestyle brand called Mundane a magazine that highlights the most edgy and unique artists, designers, and models, and is the voice and creative outlet of a clothing line made by hand between Italy and Nashville. The clothing line will officially launch in June of 2020, and their motto is Killing Board with Eccentricity. I've known Luca for a couple of years now and was thrilled when he agreed to be my guest for this episode. We both had fun recording this one and I especially enjoyed getting to hear more about his backstory and listening to the ridiculously beautiful songs he brought to the show. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy this episode.
1: So this is basically uh, a cover of an Italian song and um, there's a great tradition of songwriting in Italy that nobody really knows about. Um, but the lyrics are mostly about this couple and they're very, very messed up, both of them. I think she's a hooker and he's a thief mm. and, you know, it's all about their dysfunctional, like, functionally dysfunctional relationship, you know? And okay. how they, you know, beat each other up and, like, at the same time, they read books to each other and all that. So yeah. it's sweet and hard at the same time, you Yeah, know, like, just the power of the whole nice. uh, dynamic there. Yeah. yeah, how old is this uh, song? This is probably... it's not that old, probably 90s.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, neat.
1: Um, I don't know the exact year, but something around '90s, like mid '90s, I think. Yeah,
0: Yeah, awesome.
1: Cool. All right, let's do it.
0: It's been a long time. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited to be here. Yeah, and I was just telling Luca before we started that it's really cool getting to hear your voice mm-hmm. acoustically, because that's something I've never heard before, and you have such a unique right, voice, which is really awesome. It's, so. Yeah,
1: it's it's been unique and, and kind of a pleasant surprise for me as well. I had, as I was saying before, I, I've i always done this thing. Piano's always been my first instrument and all that, mm-hmm. and even on, even on guitar, I've always enjoyed playing acoustic stuff, like just solo stuff, because I yeah. think at the end of the day, even when I play with my band, I always put in there some kind of like, you know, acoustic intro or like acoustic cover, or right. something that is just me and the guitar or mm-hmm. the piano, because that's the essence of, it should be the essence of every musician, you know what I mean? Like if you're not able to sing or play um, a song or like, you know, a bit or whatever, just you on a guitar mm-hmm. and and be impactful that's just the the most you if know, you need
0: a bunch of extra stuff yeah to if cover you need it just, up, yeah then, you gotta yeah, yeah. have the foundation you, know? you right. gotta be
1: able to you know build onto something you know what i mean like when you hear lady gaga or whatever like any kind of pop artist any kind of pop rock whatever like any kind of musician that is talented and like actually big when you hear lady gaga like solo it's great yeah, I mean, yeah. same with katie perry Definitely. like anything that is you know big and huge and Uh, you know production-wise really elaborated yeah when you strip it down it's gonna be just as good even better actually even like more powerful so it's been a great surprise for me as well yeah Yeah. awesome
0: Mm -hmm. well if you don't mind I wanted to just get this out of the way right off the bat because it's something that's been on everybody's minds lately Mm -hmm. just for those of you listening Luca's family is in Italy which as I'm sure most of you know has been massively impacted by the COVID-19 so Luca tell us a little bit about how that has for you, with you being here, uh-huh. and yeah. if there's anything that people can do or be aware of totally, just totally. during well, this time,
1: I feel like it's I'm in a very comfortable position at this point because I know exactly how where we're going as United States of America, or as you know what I mean, like as uh, as a country, um, because we're basically a month behind Italy. So everything mm-hmm. you know, presumably, everything that is happening in Italy or that has been happening in Italy in the past month is probably going to happen here. So, we, you know, we can be like more prepared and more, you know, active and proactive in in, in, in just making this, you know, nightmare just, you know, uh, get through already. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, my family's fine and they've been in lockdown for like, I don't know, two or three weeks already mm-hmm. now. And um, the country, the country's shut down, the economy's down, everything's down, and which is basically what's happening in the United States and in the rest of the world at this mm-hmm. point. The thing that I would suggest is to obviously take it seriously just so that we can you know get over this thing Mm -hmm. you know because it's not a lethal. it's not you know it's not the worst thing that we've been you know that we've been faced with in terms of uh diseases and viruses and all that kind of stuff but at the same time it's something new and it's hitting at a point where you know we don't really know uh we don't have any vaccine like right for for the time being like we're just gonna have to you know stop going out and all that kind of stuff it's kind of it's
0: happening extremely it's, quickly yeah it spreads really fast different. yeah spreads really yep. fast
1: so like you just gotta be able to you know kill it somehow which is the only way to do that is not to be uh, around people which sucks for me because i love being around people i love going out i love mm-hmm. you know my social life is, is is you know something that i really uh, cherish but, especially as an artist, you know, I mean, you have mm-hmm. to, you know, you kind of have to be out no there, around. like, meeting people. But <laughs> yeah. beyond that, I enjoy that, you know. I enjoy yeah. going to the bar and all that. Mm-hmm. But now all that is gone. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, yeah, just stay safe. Stay stay home. Just get, yeah. just write a bunch of songs. I don't yes. know. Like, do do something else.
0: Take it as an opportunity to yeah, be it.
1: Yeah, work out. Yeah, I got, like, got my, my gym bench, you know, my weights mm-hmm. and all that. So I'm working out at home and all that. Like, yeah. I'm writing songs every day. So it's kind of a, you know, rediscovery of, of. Your uh, you know artistic right. side, I guess. Yeah, chance to do things that mm-hmm. I maybe mean, you've
0: been putting off for a while. Right, uh, exactly. Like that. Yeah. Tell us what brought you to Nashville. How would you end up here?
1: Uh, it's been a leap of faith, to be honest. The whole journey to America started in 2014 when I came from. I was living in London at the time, so London mm-hmm. was my first um, city out of my own hometown. I went there to I went to London to study songwriting and all that, and I always had like an uh, you know an immense passion for England and the UK and that. Mm-hmm. So, like musically you know and artistically that has been um, very inspirational to me. Queen is my favorite band mm-hmm. and like I, I, I mm-hmm. love I can, the, tell. The, I can hear it right so yeah like Freddie yeah, America has yeah. always been like yeah. my hero yeah. and all that. The Beatles like oh you know the whole English tradition has mm-hmm. been uh, very influential to me and i've always wanted to live in london so i go went over there studied songwriting for a year got a certificate and then moved to the united states new york city for mm-hmm. uh, for school mm-hmm. and then after that i was kind of um three years and a half yeah it's been three years and a half i graduated and i was kind of tired of it i don't know i feel like many many other people here in nashville have moved from big, bigger bigger towns like new york yeah. and l.a or mm-hmm. whatever or chicago mm-hmm. and they're all especially people that have moved from new york i, I feel like I hear them talk about New York the same way that I talk about New York. It's, it's, mm. it's kind of like great, amazing and you know, draining at the same time. It's like, you know, it's both yeah. sides of the spectrum, mm-hmm. which is something that is for an artist is really cool because you get to learn a lot of stuff. You, know? you mm-hmm. really learn how to be an artist in New York, like the struggle there, right. it's insane. And especially these days, like in the, the modern uh, era, it's so hard to even like get people out of their app. You know, what I mean, there's so many things going on all at once. So like, even if you have a band, like you play a show, but you, you got to be able to like be the songwriter, the frontman, the promoter, the you know, the social media manager. You've Got to be mm-hmm. everything at once. Yeah. And living in a town like New York could be really hard to do. You know, mm-hmm. just even like going around with the subway and all that kind of stuff. Like right. the loading in, loading out. But. Besides all that, I just kind of wanted to, I, I wanted a change of pace, you know, mm-hmm. so I just thought, um, thought of Nashville because everybody kept talking about it. Everyone was like, come to Nashville, come to Nashville. Well, not really everyone that was in Nashville already because I didn't know anyone. Right. But yeah. I just heard people being like, look, this is the hotspot. So I just came down here mm-hmm. and um it just started off fresh and I you know, I'm I'm not even looking back at this point. It's, yeah, been, it's awesome. been really good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Did you know anybody in New York when you moved? No, there? no, no. Wow. And I didn't know anybody in I, I have so you just went of, for it yeah, with yeah, both love I love that. I have a friend
1: that awesome. I, I always talk to my friend about how how great it is to be unknown and like mm-hmm. anonymous in a new town. Yes, the first like two, two, three day. weeks yeah. where you don't know anyone and you're yeah. like home, literally by yourself. You go mm-hmm. eat by yourself. It's because you don't
0: feel obligated to anything. You don't have yeah. to do
1: anything. You you have like your whole your whole life is is ahead of you. You know what, mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you, it's a, it can only it can only get better from there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I always miss those two. First, like two, three weeks in a new town where it's, where it's you know, it's everything's up for grabs. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? the, the thing about Nashville is that it's so uh, so energetic and so dynamic that, you know, you get to meet a lot of people mm-hmm. real fast. Yeah. Which is what happened to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I love it. I love being here. This uh, will be an original, actually. It's called Love is a Revolving Door. And it's, as the title says, it's mostly about love and how it's a revolving door, how you. You know, I like that whole saying, like, in love, uh, those who win are those who run. And it's usually like how you how a revolving door, like if you don't keep walking or keep moving or keep, you know, changing, keep uh, keep moving around you'll get hit. And uh, that's the metaphor behind it. But um, it goes like this.
0: what or who first got you into music what made you want to take those steps toward becoming mm, a musician my
1: my dad for sure mm. my dad was a musician mm-hmm. growing up um, like an amateur musician I right? was like he was no like a professional musician because um, he, he had a re- really tough life he struggled with a lot of you know with poverty and misery and all that kind of shit but like when um, when he was a teenager like you know we lived the 70s mm. so like he was into music like anybody else um, and he it would, it would just tell me like all the stories about like you know him like you know covering I don't know Pink Floyd or whatever mm-hmm. even like because mm-hmm. go- like back then that I grew up in a a small town close to close to Rome, kind of two hours okay. away, okay. and he would tell me that they would go. This was the seventies. They would go sneak in like the like arenas and shit, like see Santana or like oh, wow. Pink Floyd, like just like break in, you know, mm-hmm. break in. Cause, you know, that that was a different time, right? Um, but all these stories, you know, what I mean, like just basically got me into it. And then like he just like he had a, like a whole collection of you know CDs, yeah. you know, Clapton, Cream, all that kind of stuff. Like the whole nice. psychedelic sixties, seventies, and rock got me into that and um and I started playing music you know playing mm-hmm. classical piano it's been a rough journey obviously because when you're eight or nine years old you don't want to play scales or you don't right. want to practice or <laughs> and stuff yeah so it's been like you know it's kind of always been back and forth but um I, I kept at it like I never like I left sometime like I quit for like I don't know three days but like, mm-hmm. I ended up missing it mm-hmm. so I had to go back all the time That's how you know. It, it's always been it's always been music it's always been my um my calling for sure. Yeah, but my parents were never, were never like, you have to do this, you know, you mm. have to study piano, you have to study violin or whatever.
2: Mm.
1: They, but they were never, like even when I quit, they was like, oh right, cool, like just wow. go through whatever you have to go through and mm-hmm. just, you know, figure it out. But um, at the end of the day, I always went back because yeah. it's always been my thing. Nice. For sure. Yeah.
0: So coming from that background, what are some of your favorite styles to play now?
1: Well, now, that's a, it's an interesting question because I've always, always been into, you know, hard rock, you know, Zeppelin, Queen, glam, uh, all that kind of stuff for years and years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was completely oblivious to the, the whole uh, modern tradition of pop and mm. just even, even not, not just pop, but like hip hop or um, just contemporary music, you know. Starting a couple of years ago, I went into all these, you know, even just like hits, top 40 hits, like just get... Exploring like different, different fields and different um, musical avenues. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because why not? You know what I mean? Like yeah. as a musician, you gotta be able to, you know, take take the best from anything and make it yours. Definitely. You know what I mean? Like to create your own style. Because I feel like the most important things, at least for me as a musician as an artist, is to be original. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like there's no way you're gonna have to. You, you, there's no way you can make it or you can even make an impact to you know, to an audience or like anything like that. Uh, if you're not bringing something new to the table, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be like, this is, this, this means like not, doesn't have to be like great yet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It could be something like even shitty at some point, but right. it's something, at least it's something new that people notice. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And something
0: that you're passionate exactly. about.
1: Exactly. Exactly. But yeah. from there, and like, especially like coming from like, again, Queen is my favorite band and they did all of it. You know, they mm-hmm. did rock, they did pop, they did funk, they mm-hmm. did all of it. So that was basically my, you know, my hook. I was like, why not go into, like, listen to some Lady Gaga or whatever. Like, listen to some, I don't know, some, some like, you know, old school hip hop mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. Um, so, like, now I only listen to, I, I barely listen to rock anymore. Um, yeah, I'm exploring a lot, of, a lot of different, um, a lot of different fields. Hip hop, especially yeah, hip hop and you know trap and all that, but you know also pop. Um, But to me, anything that has a melody, anything that is uh, melodically uh, interesting Mm -hmm. is is fine. Yeah, I don't care what it is. I used to hate hip hop. You know, I used to hate all these like you know subgenres of of hip hop, but I I just realized that I was wrong.
0: You have a magazine, Mm -hmm. mundane magazine. Tell us about that. How that kind of came into being.
1: That was. Um, yeah it also ties back to your question about Nashville um, that was one of the reasons why I, I decided to move to Nashville because mm-hmm. I had this whole idea of making starting a business you know starting mm-hmm. a company hmm and uh, I wanted to do it in a place like Nashville that is just as energetic and dynamic and artistic as New York or LA or whatever um, but a little more um, concentrated, a little more focused, you know, mm-hmm. a little more, um, you know, small, quote, mm-hmm. unquote. Uh, so I came down here and I started that the whole, the whole idea was to basically incorporate my musical side, my artistic side to my, uh, passion for, uh, fashion and clothes mm-hmm. because it's really important again for an artist to be original and unique. And I feel like I've always had this passion for like not not it's not even just a passion. I just like clothes. And yeah, I like, and
0: you've lived uh, like, in the fashion capitals of the world. Right, so. exactly. Right. I mean, it seems natural. I was kind of
1: surrounded by the whole thing in general, mm. and uh, I feel like image and aesthetics are really important. You know, what mm. I mean, and I think that that's that's why a lot of people, a lot of artists, are, don't have it is because they lack that type of. Communication, the type of branding, right. the type of aesthetic—you know what I mean? Like, it's important. be yep. that, people, that the, the first thing that people see is the way you look. Right. So if you look like shit, like, you know, they're gonna they're gonna notice that, you right? Know what I mean? like, right. Whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. So, um, I wanted to mix up that uh, the whole fashion thing with the music thing and put them mm. all together and create something—a publication that is mostly basically an outlet for all the people like me. That don't really fit in the in the you know in the mainstream you know scene you know both aesthetically and musically. Mm-hmm. So it became some kind of a uh, some kind of an attempt in a creative um, um, studio mm-hmm. that could give a voice to all the people, all the, all the bands, models, designers, whatever, anything, anything that is artistic and creative to mm-hmm. have a voice. Especially yeah. because in Nashville, there's not a lot of that. I mean, right. there's not a lot of that provocative, edgy. Uh, style and fashion mm-hmm. in fashion and music. Right, right. Um, yeah, either the one time. or the other or like there's right. the, the whole country and Americana scene that is thriving by the way, like mm-hmm. it's great. Mm-hmm. But like what about all the rest? You know, yeah. there's gotta be something the whole, the whole thing for me is to create something new, mm. you know what I mean? So that's basically what we're going through with the magazine. Yeah. And the whole thing was, the, the whole idea was based on selling uh, the clothes that my friend, my designer friend from back home makes.
0: Oh, okay. So
1: okay. The, basically the whole master plan is to have a magazine, a publication that is a creative outlet for a clothing store.
0: Okay. A Clothing, Ooh. people
1: will call it co- clothing collective, but it's not mm-hmm. really a collective, it's mostly uh, the amalgamation of of the the most uh, the most edgy and um, outstanding designer, independent designer, mm-hmm. uh, around. So right. we have some. We have JP from Italy that makes reconstructed denim, for example. There's mm-hmm. Denise Rochesterstone here in uh, in Nashville. She's Swedish. Mm-hmm. She makes leather jackets and blazers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, that whole thing is to uh, it's supposed to be uh, like. A home for old for all designers for all mm-hmm. creatives and the magazine is the outlet for it it's the creative outlet for it mm-hmm. so you know when we interview bands we dress them in our clothes you know right. so like everything that we everything that we do has a purpose you know mm-hmm. as a as a uh, like a well-rounded creative direction right you know and I wanted to use it to like promote my own project as well mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. mine and, and you know everybody else's yeah like, who fit in that type of uh, in that type of you know aesthetic, right? You know,
0: and it sounds like you're utilizing your resources just mm-hmm. here, being in Nashville, local, yeah. The other small business owners and things like that. And yeah, that's yeah.
1: That's it's really important. important. It's you know, I think it's really important. And we, we are in a in a time where everything is changing in terms mm-hmm. of digital. Uh, the digital aspect of the whole uh, of the whole thing is is evolving, and is probably gonna you know surpass the you know the brick and mortar um, very soon. And again, the importance of aesthetics, you know, Mm. the importance of aesthetics, the importance of of your image and the way you you carry yourself. Right. That's basically the the most old school uh, thing possible for an artist, like that's, that's the most Old school advice that anyone anybody could use as an artist. Mm-hmm. The way you carry yourself is the way people are going to see you. Right. You know. Yeah. And you know, you just gotta you you gotta grab you gotta you gotta be able to grab people people's trust. You know? Right. Because like, like, who are you? You know what I mean. Like, Definitely. There's so many of us that do the same thing, and that's basically the problem that we're facing right now. Is that with the whole with the whole social media game,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we're all doing the same thing. So yeah. like, how are you different from you know the next guy? Right. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. That's really neat and I'm I'm super interested in fashion as mm-hmm. well and particularly sustainable fashion. Yeah, I've total. been learning more about that mm-hmm. and um, because there's so much fast fashion total that much. exists and that whole industry is mm-hmm. just obviously awful. So um, yeah. it's neat that you're utilizing your yeah, resources. Yeah, we're we're definitely slow fashion. Kind of like every, yeah. like
1: our our main thing is um, what slow fashion quote unquote is something that basically comes comes with it because the whole our whole uh, point is to make customized clothes
0: right right
1: mostly you know yeah Um. so each like at least the, the whole uh, the whole aim is to have each piece each piece be completely unique or like mm-hmm. make, make series that are completely unique so like even if, if there's a series of pants that we make each one of the pants that we each one of the, each pair is going to be different from the other one mm. you know at least slightly right you know so the whole point is to have something completely unique and edgy
2: right you know? so mass
1: production doesn't even like come into the equation right so right. it becomes a slow fashion it is slow fashion um it's not mass produced it's everything is made mm-hmm. you know because you want you want that type of that type of you know human aspect, you know, right. you want you want somebody, you want you want your designer to make that thing for you specifically, right. you know, the exclusively, exclusivity, yeah, yeah. Right. that's that's the most important thing. Yeah. So yes, it is sustainable and and slow, and um, but because we want it to be unique and customized, right? Yeah. So, yeah, love that. Yeah,
0: you touched a little bit on this earlier, and I remember one of the last times we saw each other, we had a conversation mm-hmm. about just being in the Nashville music industry and how that is and I know you've experienced being in the New York music industry as well and and London as well just kind of seeing the Mm -hmm. comparison and it's tough you know being anywhere just you know having to book your own gigs and manage a band putting together a band also being good at what you do maintaining your skill level Mm -hmm. is there anything that you feel that you would change First of all, and then also, how what has your experience been with that? Just coming from yeah. the different places, and also being in Nashville specifically.
1: Yeah, I would say first of all, it, the the whole the whole idea of an artist being uh, their own their own stylist, their own social media manager, their own booker, their own manager, and all that has a lot of potential to it. Mm. It's hard and it's tough. But at the same time, it's something that you're gonna be able to learn, mm-hmm. you know. Especially if you're a frontman or, or a leader, right. a band leader or whatever, or soul act, you got to be able to take care of, of you know, who you are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I, you know, this is not like the '60s or the '70s. You know what I mean? Like yeah. everyone is doing it, you know. And every, there's no filter anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone can get on Instagram, right? And, you know, write right. a song and put yeah. it up, put it up on Spotify, put it up everywhere, mm-hmm. make a video of themselves, and just, you know. Right there, there's, there's another guy much right more there. accessible. Everything yeah. is a lot more acce- accessible and everything is a lot... And so the standards, the quality of, of creativity and music, you know, since we're talking about music, has lowered. Mm. Unfortunately, like, it's hard, it's, it's tough to admit, but there's a lot of people that should practice more.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? Like yeah, absolutely. it's just like before you put stuff out, just make sure that you know it sounds make sure that it's just right like just like anything else. Right. But the point right. is, like I don't even blame them for doing that because like if you can, why shouldn't you? Right. You know what I mean? Like right. you have the access. Right. You know? Well you and we've out- seen
0: people grow into fame. You know, just based on that. Not right. Nece- like I'm not trying to bash anybody, but they're they're we live in, an, in a world where everything is so accessible that yeah, yeah, people yeah, people have risen. No, that's exactly fame, that's what I'm saying. It's not a good based thing. on purely talent or skill, right. but just right. getting themselves it's, out there and being able to you know access a greater mm-hmm. audience or demographic. Right.
1: but it's it's a cursing and a bless and a blessing at the same time mm-hmm. because yeah, sure. I mean. It's, it's a great chance for all of us to put our stuff out mm-hmm. and you know you never know like that's how Post Malone became famous yeah because yeah. You know, because Mac Miller retweeted his his video mm-hmm. but Post Malone is good I mean I don't care what, what people say about Post Malone Post Malone is good I think good. so too yeah Post Malone is he can play guitar like he's, he's a great singer he's a mm-hmm. great you know what I mean like you might not like his stuff but Post Malone is good yeah you know what I mean so like mm-hmm. he deserved it like he got extremely lucky right but like, he deserves it yeah, you know what I mean because yeah. he's got what he takes. Mm-hmm. Billy yeah. Eilish is the same thing. You know what I mean. Yeah. She put out that thing. You might not like her. You know, I'm not saying that you have to like it. But what right. I'm saying is that she's got something. You know, right. she's got something that, that people nobody
0: recognizes. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: But at the same time, this doesn't happen to anyone. You know what I mean? It doesn't happen to everyone because, again, like no one's going to be like, oh, look, there's another live Instagram of some other some other guy playing guitar in their bedroom or mm-hmm. whatever. Like there's another there's a new song from like. My friend and everyone's gonna retweet it. Everyone's gonna, you know, repost it on Instagram at the same at at the end of the day mm-hmm. That's basically your friends reposting it, right? So you're basically right. running the same circle, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so while while that accessibility is something good
0: mm-hmm.
1: at the same time you got to you got to know how to use it you got to right. you got to make sure that you don't get stuck in the bubble yeah you know what i mean definitely so that's yeah. that's that's a big thing i think uh, that needs to be addressed and at the same time that ties into uh, another point which is people should learn out of i feel like what i would like to see in a in a band or in an artist that i just go see at some random bar is something new something different Mm -hmm. there's so many bands and so many artists that sound like somebody else
0: right you know right they have
1: their own Mm -hmm. you know reference artists and they sound just like them
2: Mm -hmm.
1: you know why because there's no you can just like sound like Billie eilish and put it online you know you can put a song online in no time write it record it at home Mm -hmm. with you with anyone with any any friends you have you Mm -hmm. know what i mean put it online, go play a show, because no one's gonna care if you're good or not, as long as you bring 50 people right, to the bar. Right,
3: yeah.
1: So, like, you run in the same circle, and it's like, oh yeah, great, there's like 50 people at a bar, or even like 100 or 200, I don't care. Mm-hmm. But it's people that you know already. Yeah. You know, so what's the yeah. point? Mm-hmm. It's great, right? And I mean, there's it's a great already
0: Billie Eilish. And there's already Billie Eilish yeah, on top of all that. Right.
1: So, yeah. it's, it's, what, I, what I would like to see is people taking your time a little bit more, you know what I mean? Like explore and experiment a little bit more, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like make something, do something nobody else is doing. Right. And I know it's a lot easier to say it than do it, but it takes time. It's a journey, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? It doesn't have to be like tomorrow. Mm -hmm. You can put stuff out. I'm not just saying, I'm not saying that you you shouldn't put, you know, a record out on Spotify independently. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: But I'm saying like try and get, you know, experimental with it. Try and get more... Try and look for something that nobody else is providing, you right. know, like bring something new to the table.
0: Right, yeah, you know? and bring I, something new. I truly think that there's enough room in this world for everybody to succeed, oh, oh, you yeah, know. For there's sure, just well, the internet is like
1: infinite, yeah, and, and anyone absolutely. can be there. Right. anyone can be there. Yeah,
0: for sure, so I think um, what a lot of people do is they see that somebody else has been successful and so they try to emulate what they're yeah, doing. Yeah without staying true to themselves and doing what they actually enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. Just trying to become popular, or get views or things like that. So, so I think that's a really good point that you may just yeah. make sure that you and figure figure out what it is that you love, what it is that you enjoy, what you're good at, and then run with it.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. Instead but, but of trying like, to be
0: a cardboard cutout of Exactly, exactly.
1: You're going to look for who you are. You know what I mean? Like that's mm-hmm. the point. Artistically, mm-hmm. and that's the the, the, the most burning question, right? I mean, how do you know? Like how do you find out? You might be something today and tomorrow you're something else because you're you're you know, exploring different avenues. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, being true to who you are and being looking for originality. Right. It's the right. point, you know, to yeah. me. And I don't care if you I I don't care if you sound like shit. That's not the point. Mm-hmm. I don't want something that sounds good. I want something that sounds different. Because mm-hmm. it always can become good. You know what I mean? Like right. you, know, you know, with the proper guidance and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's just like at this point like people are also like fed up with all these shows every day mm-hmm. people are fed up with all this in- Instagram content like it's getting it's getting to the point where this bubble is gonna burst yeah. You know what I mean mm-hmm. and then and then that's when the party starts I think that's when we actually gonna realize that you know it's not enough to to learn how to play like two chords on guitar to mm-hmm. write a song you have to write 500 songs before you write a good one you right know what I mean? right um, yeah. So, like, we're actually going to be more. I always talk about this element of uh, shame. You know what I mean? It might sound mm. like like a, like a crappy word, but people are not ashamed of of, of their stuff anymore. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I used to be a lot a lot more ashamed when when I was like learning how to play. I well, I get ashamed. You know, I get like you know embarrassed if something went wrong. If something wasn't at the level that I thought it should be. Mm. You know. And, you know, growing up, I mean, like, I'm, I'm on the cusp of, like, you know, I was born in 91, so I guess I'm still, I'm, I'm a millennial, right? Like, one last millennial, I guess. Like, last year of millennials. Mm-hmm. But we didn't have, like, you know, like, when I was in high school, Facebook had just started, you know what I mean? Like, it just yep. came to, to came to be. So there was no, there was like a little SoundCloud, there was, well, there was MySpace or whatever, but mm-hmm. there wasn't really, like, any kind of social media you know, that was that, that big, you know what I mean? So like, I didn't have any, you know, like my only outlet was was going to my my school gym and play shows for Mm. for my school, you know, Mm -hmm. in high school, you know, and just like provide a good show for them, Mm -hmm. you know, and that was great. That was amazing. But you know what I mean? Like if something went wrong, if something still is not the way I want it to be, like I get ashamed. I don't want to play it. I don't want to put it out,
2: Mm.
1: you know, because I get ashamed. Like to right. this day. And I you know, to this day, like I'm still not happy with all the stuff that's out there that is mine.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know. But
0: well, just I just, like, everybody
1: feels that way
0: yeah. to an extent. You right. know. If you're completely satisfied with everything that you've ever done, yeah, yeah. there's something wrong. You're never gonna get better, you right. know. There's nothing right. to aspire to. You're mm-hmm. not gonna keep working to yeah. improve yourself, so yeah, um, that's not necessarily a bad thing at all. Right. But it's good to have a healthy outlook,
1: you know. Oh, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. So definitely, definitely, yeah, yeah. But I mean, there's also something that is missing in today's artists. I feel like, like, and I mean, artists like some, like people like us, you know, like aspiring artists. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like people are trying to get in there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no difference between like your persona and your stage persona. You know what I mean? Mm. I it, like to me. I want to see something different on stage you know i want to see i want to see like the artistic you you know i don't want to see you as uh as your everyday person you know what i mean you gotta be something different Mm there, you know what i mean you gotta you gotta transform you know you gotta you know change your you know creative clothes right um whereas these days like again because there's no filter anymore Mm -hmm. people don't feel the need or the push or the call to be uh, to create a character, mm. you know what I mean? Because well, I mean, if Billy Eilish didn't just like just a chick like anybody else, anybody else, just 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 like me, mm-hmm. then I can be whatever I want and just go up there and like you know just talk about my life like that,
2: right?
1: Which is not interesting, you know, when you're up there. Not enough like, in private yeah. conversation. That's great. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what you know, friendship is. Right. But in in artistic fields I and mean, in, in 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 an artistic endeavor, like. I don't wanna hear this. I don't wanna hear that. I wanna I wanna want you to like take me to the to your world. Well
0: and the the reason that people go to shows and concerts and listen to music is a lot of times because they wanna escape. They wanna really be in a different yeah. place. So if you're giving them just the art, same yeah. thing... Art is that, fiction. Right, right, right. The whole thing is art is fiction. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And the whole... I like what you said about creating a character because it is acting when you're on stage. Yeah, yeah. Whether you like it or not, you know, you're acting to a certain extent, mm-hmm. some people more than others, but, yeah, yeah. um, you know, you're giving giving somebody something that they need yeah, that right. in that day, in that point in mm-hmm. their life. You're offering them something, yeah. you know. You're giving yeah. them just an escape or just... Enjoyment, entertainment, well anything, yeah, yeah. so, a yeah, show. Right. a show. It's right, amazing. definitely, yeah. and I think for me It's encouraging to think of it that way when I'm performing because yeah. it can be easy If you only focus on what you're doing what your band is doing and only think about the internal stuff It can be hard to kind of deal with that yeah. Um, but if you think what what do other people need right now? Mm-hmm. What is happening in the audience? If you're on stage and you're kind of turning your focus outward to what other people in the audience need and just think of it as giving them a gift, basically. It makes it easier and more enjoyable as an artist. It's
1: it's, it's kind of a cool opportunity that we have. It's about giving, Yeah. yeah. Right. It's about giving, and a lot of people think, I feel like, maybe this is the way I see it, and I hope I'm wrong, but the way I see it is that a lot of people are Artists, a lot of artists and bands are trying to use or are using music and or whatever the the kind of art they're doing to make to make themselves feel better.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: which is not the point. You right. know, we have other things for that. You know, mm-hmm. like art is about it's about the audience. It's about the other. Like, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's yep. about telling who. Like, it's about you telling people. You know, something that they, they don't know yet. Right. right. You telling people, right. look, this is me. I, you know, I have to tell you this. Look at me. You know, mm-hmm. it's not about. It's not a narcissist, it can't be a narcissistic thing, you know. Mm-hmm. It can be, you know, them using using people to make you feel better. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And this that, goes for like any kind of relationship. For a while. If, yeah. you,
0: if you have that mentality, like you can go on for a while, but, but then people will start to catch on and they'll, oh, see, totally. like, oh, and they'll just, just leave They don't care about us, yeah. Or no. yeah. Like, people, are, so. people
1: are way too nice these days to like even tell you that you sound like shit. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, mm. you know, like there's no, you know, what I mean, like this is not the '80s when like people used to like throw bottles at that <laughs> on stage, and she's like, it's like this, not right. it's not punk And it, I mean, there's not, right? You know, which I'm not saying that we should go back to that, but I'm just saying, like, you know, a little more like, you know, t- t- truth telling, right? Uh, you know, especially, especially from from your friends you, you know, know mm-hmm. from people that are supposed to care about you and it's right. hard but you, you gotta tell people look just work on that work on yeah. that like, maybe this could be changed like right. it's an opinion right it's not the truth but right. you know like the way you feel you're you're an audience member you know mm-hmm. as a friend you're still like looking at your friend play Right, you're still an audience member you know oh well, and sometimes
0: people might have an idea that you might not otherwise have thought exactly, of exactly yeah you know? a different set of
1: eyes yeah, yeah. So. but yeah using music and art for, for your for your betterment is not I think it's catastrophic mm. you know yeah.
0: yeah so despite everything the good and the bad mm-hmm. of the music industry yeah. and just kind of being in this world what inspires you to continue
1: um, I honestly don't know what inspires me I just feel like when I'm on stage I feel good hmm it's not as like the inspiration is I'm still one of those like I'm still like one of those kids that like puts on like headphones and like listens to music and all that and like imagines being on stage mm-hmm. singing that song. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I know it's, it's a little embarrassing to say, but like I still, I still, you know, dream that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's just, it's a calling. You know what I mean? It's something mm-hmm. that somebody else put into you. You know what I mean? Whatever, yeah. you, whatever you believe, like, you know, if you believe in a god, that's that's something that God told you. Look, you're you're supposed to do this in mm-hmm. your life. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like. So the inspiration. I'm not trying to be like, look, I want to make a song like for a film, or like I want to be a screenwriter, or I want to be this, or I want to be like, you know, like. To me, everything that everything everything that boils down boils down to I want to be on stage in front of as many people as possible.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I want to be on a stadium playing in front of people. Mm-hmm. You know, and like tell them, you know, like show them my music. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's cool. like, there's like there's an element of like risk taking that really like spiced me up, like it, like mm. taking a risk and like. Which is something that I really enjoy doing anyway. Like just like even traveling, or like you know, moving to like a new city or starting a like a new business or whatever. Mm -hmm. Something that something about like taking a risk and doing something new like gives me gives me life. Yeah, I'm
0: I'm the same way for sure. Just there's something about change just in general that's really exciting. Keep it moving. I think some people. Wow, like oh how could you do that how could you mm-hmm. just hop around move from one place to another um, it's better to be comfortable right? yeah. but yeah. understandable for, which is completely understandable. understandable and that works for some people and I respect that 100 percent. but I think for those of us who don't feel that way mm-hmm. it's it's an excitement it's like an adrenaline rush. Sure experiencing a new place, anything Mm -hmm. is possible like you were saying earlier, you know. It's a world of opportunity. You're experiencing new things, new people, new places. And it's just more to explore. There's so much world to explore. For sure. There's
1: so much so much much more of you to to, to explore. You know what I mean? Like you never know who who you are. Right. Unless you see yourself. Life gets at you with with different stuff. Like you know things happen. You know, you lose friends, you you gain friends. Like it's it's all it, you know life is a, it's a whole you know tornado of things you know but mm-hmm. like singing to me is what like like expressing who i am you know what I mean? like right. expressing who i am in front of people you yeah know? it's a it's something that it's just a vocation it's a call you know mm-hmm. what I mean like you can't really like shut it down if you right. do you, you don't feel good if yeah. you do you feel unhappy mm-hmm. you know what i mean and there's got to be like another side of of you know like a whole another pool of people that that want to be comfortable, you know what I mean? Because like mm-hmm. those people are our audience. Yes, you know what absolutely. I mean. Like there's got to be something. Yeah. Like it's so, like the whole thing, the whole thing about the world and like life in general is tension to me. Mm. There's a there's a push and there's a pull. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's like if there's if there's nobody that likes to be comfortable and like sitting down and like just enjoy things, just like you know getting Absorb. getting tra- absorbed and like trans- you know transported into a, a different reality. Then mm-hmm. what are we here for? Right. You know what I mean. Right. So there's got to be people that want to. They want to be more comfortable, but there's mm-hmm. going to be also risk takers, especially right. in, in art. And like, if you're an artist, if you're creative in general, if mm-hmm. you don't take risks, what's the point?
0: Right. Absolutely. So, tell us about your current projects. You current
1: projects. Uh, well, obviously, um, the magazine and the company is is is, is the most uh, important thing right now that I'm working on. Um, we just shot a bunch of different uh, creative assets, a video editorial. We use my music mm-hmm. for it. Um, So, before this whole virus kicked in, the whole project, the whole timeline was supposed to be June, was supposed to get to June and release a music video, Mm -hmm. debut single, uh, and launch the clothing line Mm -hmm. officially. Uh, Obviously, that needs to be pushed back a little bit, but not not an issue. We can always push it back, but working on demoing new songs, working on... um, Getting the mag, getting more um, more talent on the magazine, more uh, artists, more bands, more models, um, and um, uh, finishing a record that I that I recorded. Cool. Full album, yeah, it's a full uh, LP that we we got a mix. Mm -hmm. So the first single was going to be on the uh, video editorial Mm -hmm. um, for the for the close in June and there was supposed to be a, a music video with it mm-hmm. but that's you know to be TBD now but yeah but um, yeah that's that's basically the point a lot on the a lot of um, on, a lot on the table for sure yeah but awesome. um, yeah obviously always new music new you know new project with the with the magazine and the company and because um, those things go together mm-hmm. that's basically what my life is
0: mm-hmm. um, so what's the name of this one this song is called uh, undercover okay it's a
1: uh, it's a stroke of genius of this danish or swedish uh, songwriter called um, suzanne sanfor sanfor i don't know how to pronounce it properly but uh, it's called undercover and it's one of those songs that nobody knows really Mm
2: -hmm.
1: um and i feel like any singer worth with salt should 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 get songs from other people and you know make them theirs and rearrange them and you know remake them and you know kind of make them um, you know, make it worse. You know what I mean? Like make mm-hmm. make a make a song, especially one one that it's so beautiful that nobody knows. Right. You, know what I mean? like you, you can easily, um, you know, pass as as yours creatively. Right. But still that honouring the still, yeah, original. Still honouring the original, but make it your own. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, yeah. creation. But um, yeah, this is a song called Undercover, and um, it goes pretty much like this.
0: this whole this whole coronavirus thing yeah 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 pre-corona right
1: my my pre-corona day it's usually weekdays is uh get up go to the coffee shop get espresso double shot obviously Mm -hmm. um go to the office and just sit down there meet people call people on the phone um so you do have like a physical office yeah 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 yeah. there's a yeah yeah yeah, for sure I i can't really work at home which is It's terrible now with this virus thing because I have, like, piles and piles of docs and and sheets and stuff and, like, Mm -hmm. folders Mm -hmm. and all that, like, on my bed because I don't have, Mm. you know, I don't have a a big enough uh, desk or whatever. Mm -hmm. But, um, no, I go to the office and I meet my team. Like, we always, you know, depends on the day. Like, you know, every week there's a production meeting. Mm -hmm. Um, um, There's always, you know, when we we do photo shoots and all that, so there's a creative meeting for that. There's always something going on. But, um, yeah, I was just, you know, planning, planning the, the, the whole, uh, the whole um, timeline for the magazine yeah. for the week. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it's a, lot of, it's a lot of sitting down, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's why at night love, I love to, you know, go out and, you know, just get a beer or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, or play shows and I just, like, go out and, you know, be more, be more you know, social. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, there's a lot of sitting down and there's a lot of, you know, dealing with people and all that kind of stuff right um but it's good it's good it's, it's really tough it's hard but especially cuz it's something new and it's something that that we like my team and I are trying to make as provocative as possible like mm. as 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 you know as different as edgy as possible so mm. that's something that it's it's not as easy to insinuate in people's People's lives, you know, right. what I mean? like it's, it's different. It's a different kind of content.
0: Yeah, and you've done a really good job of it. Just Thanks. from seeing Thanks. your work and everything, yeah, it's come together really. It's,
1: it's thinking, yeah. It takes time. It takes a lot of time, but, mm-hmm. um, and it takes a lot of messing up for sure. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of uh, failure. It's mm-hmm. really important. The main thing is that the the reward is so good. You mm-hmm. know, what I mean? Like the, the reward is really like the, the final result of whenever like you put an issue out or you, you do a photo shoot and you know like. And you get people, you know, liking your stuff. I mean, like people that have no in- that would have no interest in like telling you that they like it because you don't know them. Mm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. when you get an artist, when you get something new, like in a photo shoot or whatever, you have never met them before. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I love this magazine. Or oh, I love this. I love that. It's like you know, you know that comes from, you know, that comes from the heart because you don't right. know them. You know? Right. You've Never met them before. Right. And don't know who they are, who you are. So.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's, that's the reward. A cool but feeling. Um, but, yeah. yeah.
0: So, you spoke earlier about originality and how important Mm -hmm. that is, just in this world that we live in. What word of wisdom would you give to somebody who's just starting out in the industry, Mm. aspiring to be an artist or a musician of some sort?
1: As a musician, perhaps, do the thing that makes you the most uncomfortable. So, like, Mm -hmm. in terms of music, like, technically, right? Just write a song, like, if you're a rock artist, write a hip-hop song Mm. or something just do something that is completely not you, you know what I mean, do something that is completely out of your comfort zone, you know what I mean, like, just get down, get down with something completely different, mm-hmm. you know, and vice versa, you know, like, if you're a hip-hop artist, write a rock song or whatever, or, like, do do something else, yeah. um, because, like, if you're good at what you, if, you, if rock music is your thing, right, mm-hmm. like, you always be good at that,
2: Right, 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 no
1: question. You always be good at that. You can always, you can only, you can only get better at being a rock musician. Mm-hmm. But if, if you explore, maybe like being a hip hop artist mm-hmm. or a pop artist or a soul, whatever, neo soul, I don't care, whatever, whatever mm-hmm. it is, you might find something about yourself that is that is new that you can incorporate into your your, your main thing and yeah. make it something new. That's yeah. why I love Post Malone because Mm the guy like can play can play like a like a soul song on guitar and like make it sound really great Mm. and at the same time he could do like a like a hip-hop tune right
0: that's how you know somebody's an artist yeah for real yeah and like mixing
1: things like gender bending type of thing that's Mm. so in vogue these days and it's Mm. gonna it's gonna it's gonna get a lot better yeah these days in the future i think like gender bending or or just exploring different avenues like mixing things up
0: right and uh, people are getting more comfortable with that too, I think, which is awesome. Just cool. like expanding That's what it used to be, That's horizons, what it used to right? be like yeah. deals. Like,
1: yeah. you know, like yep. Bowie, like all that kind of stuff Queen, like
0: mm-hmm.
1: one album didn't sound nothing like the other. Right. But you could still tell that that was a Queen record. Right. Right? Because the elements of the of, of the, you know, the foundation was still we there. Were there right. But like, you know, it's a funk song and not a rock song. So what? Mm-hmm. You know, it's still a Queen song. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the point, mm-hmm. but um, fashion-wise, like in general, as a as a you know, if you want to be a uh, uh, in fashion, again, same thing. Just dress differently. Mm-hmm. Put something together that that is not like in terms of just wardrobe. Just like just very basic, very basic. Just put put something together that is not what you would you know wear mm-hmm. usually. You, you know, yeah. Just explore different things. Like that's how you that's how you create style. Right. Absolutely. Style is created like that. You basically match things that don't go with, them, with the... that the, 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 they wouldn't normally do. Right, right, conventionally, so, yeah. yeah. And you
0: might love it, you might hate it, but you might Oh, no, it for sure, you for find, sure. You find but you never know, in ten, in
1: ten years you know, that could be a thing, and you started it. You never right? Know. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Like, yeah,
1: definitely. so Yeah, just like, get out of your comfort zone. I know it sounds like cliche and all that, but like, actually doing it is hard. It's mm-hmm. not, you know, it's, it's t- it means taking a risk. Mm-hmm. You know, and that doesn't... that. That doesn't mean just like go go play a show. Anyone can do that. Right. That means to go play a show and like like play a set of I don't know, like acoustic stuff, you know, or whatever. Like mm-hmm. try something that is completely new. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because at the end of the day you want people's attention. Right. You know, that's what you need. You want people you want people's eyes rather than attention. You want yes. people to like shut down you know, for like 30 minutes or whatever and just look at you, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but not because not not in a narcissistic way mm-hmm. You know again, it's right. it's, it's a give-and-take, you know You right. want them to listen to you mm-hmm. and they want you to talk to them, you right? Know? So it's a give. It's like it's a 50-50 right. But um, it's it's just do it for the audience. You know, what yeah. I mean? Cause that's that's what music is about. It's yeah. about the audience. Yeah
0: That's great advice. Yeah. yeah, so what's next for you Luca?
1: Well right now <laughs> I'm demoing a lot of songs. I'm doing, as we were saying before, um, Got back with my piano, that I haven't used in a lot, in a long time. New uh, new music, new uh, new demos. Um, I'm exploring a lot uh, of different, instead of writing on guitar, for for example, which I, which I usually do, I'm writing on piano only. Mm. I don't touch the guitar anymore. Um, so, I'm, I'm doing a lot more uh, soulful stuff, a lot more uh, pop-oriented stuff, mm-hmm. um, a lot more uh, melodic, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm demoing those and see, see what, what we can do with it. And um, yeah, in the long term, I'm, I'm thinking already about um, a follow-up album uh, to the one that we just recorded. Wow, okay. Um, but. Yeah, for now, just writing a lot of a lot of new songs, especially now mm-hmm. that we're basically in quarantine.
0: Right? <laughs> <So> <laughs> what else are you gonna do? I have the us? time. So
1: I have the time to do it, we're and as it, well, it's like yeah. one of those things. Like you look at your phone, it's like all those uh, like uh, voice memos that you have, mm-hmm. like song one, song two, song three. They're like from yeah. six months. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and it's like, oh, this is still here. Like I forgot about this. Mm-hmm. So basically, I'm, I'm putting together like like the whole. Catalog of songs mm-hmm. that I have on my phone.
0: Yeah, you know, yeah, and
1: see see what I can do with them Yeah, you know? I,
0: I have a whole voice memo thing filled with half, tunes, like I half fiddle tunes I know or half songs exactly and I'll come up with an a part but not a B part mm-hmm. <laughs> and
1: It's like that's that's now would be the time
0: to go back go That's basically that my phone. Just, that's what
1: I've, that's what I've been doing. Yeah. Right? You can't go out. You can't do anything You have to be basically alone. You can't you can't be around people. Mm-hmm. So for an artist that's you know, that's the you know, that's God telling you, just write more songs, mm-hmm. basically.
0: Where can listeners find you on social media?
1: Uh, well, you can go on Spotify, and Luca Di Fabio is my name. Uh, D is with the, it's spelled D-I, not D-E. Um, Spotify, Apple Music, all the way, I think. Yeah. All of it. Instagram is Luca De Fabio Music, mm. um, and from there you can see the magazine and the clothing, Monday Mag and Monday Clothing. And except for that, yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty much it. And then in a few in a few months, hopefully, we'll have new music out, mm-hmm. new music video. But um, yeah, that's a got to play the waiting game a little bit. Right. But yeah. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah.
0: yeah. Thanks for listening to episode four of the Tune Project podcast. For more information on Luca, Mundane Magazine, and the songs featured in this episode, be sure to visit the show notes. See you next time.